Welcome to Ask the Beauty Advisor, the podcast where you get personal beauty advice with your host and beauty advisor, Deanna Lynn. Hello, and thank you for tuning in today, September 1st, 2015. Ask the Beauty Advisor is now part of Beauty Radio Network. If you are a podcaster with a health or beauty podcast and you'd like to join us and be a part of the network, or if you would like to start a podcast and you need some help getting it up and running, you can contact me, Deanna, at beautyradionetwork.com. You can also find that email in the show notes. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about why we think everybody should be visiting a skincare professional on a regular basis. I have with me as my special guest, Fonda Jo. Now, Fonda Jo is a licensed skincare professional. She's been in the business for over 20 years. She's also an author. She wrote the book, I Have My Aesthetics License, Now What? We're going to be talking a little bit about Fonda Jo's book, but mainly we're going to be giving you some tips and advice as to why we think everybody should be visiting a skincare professional on a regular basis. But before we get into that interview with Fonda Joe, I'd like to ask you a question. Are you really happy with your hair? I mean, does your hair look full, bouncy, shiny, healthy? Or do you feel like your hair looks kind of dull? Is your hair thinning? Well, you may not know this, but healthy hair begins with a healthy scalp. By using a nourishing and healthy shampoos and conditioners, you can restore the health of your hair so that you can have lustrous, full hair again. I've had such good luck with the Argon and Fig Shampoo, not only for my own hair, but for my clients. The Argon and Fig Shampoo from Voodoo Cosmetics. Take 30 seconds and listen to this. We all have experimented with expensive name brand products that are meant to wash, revitalize, and keep color, but instead take half the bottle to get any results. It's time to ditch your hair routine and start fresh with Argon Fig Shampoo from Voodoo Cosmetics. This luxury product is sulfate and paraben-free, has a blend of botanical extracts, protects hair color, and uses other rare ingredients. Healthy hair starts at a deep cellular level, and with the nutrients of Argon Fig shampoo from Voodoo, your hair will grow healthy and stay healthy. Interested? Visit www.beautyradionetwork.com. The Argon and Fix shampoo also comes in professional back bar sizes, and you can find links to that in the show notes. All right, now with all that being said, let's go ahead and tune into my interview with Fonda Joe. Good morning to you, Fonda Joe. How are you doing this lovely morning? Fine, doing great. Fonda, now let's start maybe by just giving the listeners a little description of yourself. Tell us a little bit about your background. Okay. Uh well, first of all, I I've I've been in the skincare or the business of skincare for many years now. <laughs> Actually close to 45. Um, but it's something that I, I've just loved. And I, I started out like maybe many other people have in um, the direct sales marketing. Uh, the company was Vivian Woodard. And maybe some of your listeners will remember that, that name from quite some time ago. But I started out there and I just became more and more interested in this fascinating world. 
Um, and pretty soon I, I started learning more about particular products. For example, glycolic acid. And I thought, oh, I need to know more about this. This sounds like something that is wonderful for the skin. So I pursued, pursued that and learned more about that particular product. And next thing I knew, I found myself as a rep for a pharmaceutical skincare company. And I did that. In fact, I'm still doing that. Um, but in addition to that, along the way, I thought, you know, it's one thing to talk about something or to tell somebody about something. But if I could get in and do hands-on, in other words, I was calling on estheticians and doctor's offices and that type of thing with this product line. But if I could actually show them, and if you don't have an, an aesthetics license, you can't do hands-on. So I said, ha, huh, I think that's something I need to do. So I went to school, learned how, and became licensed in the state of California uh, in aesthetics. And it's something that I'll just continue to do probably forever because every face is different. Every person is different. There's always new products available, things that can be better than maybe what somebody was using before. And to be able to do that and actually help people with, whether it's a skin problem or just wanting to be better, that's what I love doing. Now, Fonda Joe, do you specialize in any particular treatment? And if you do, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, the one that, there are two that I specialize in. One is called the silk peel which is actually dermal infusion. So it's something, it's um, much like microdermabrasion, which I think many people are very familiar with that. Um, but in addition to while I'm abrading the skin, I am also infusing a solution. That could be a hydrating solution, it could be a brightening solution, um, or it could be vitamin C. So I'm really, really, really doing something for that skin. I'm getting the dead tissue off so that products can now penetrate and do their job. Um, the other specialty is acne. And that's something that unfortunately so many people, mostly young people, um, but they're, it's something that they just, they're embarrassed, they feel bad. And if I can make them better, I can make them look better. That's, that's what I want to do. And I enjoy doing that. So those are actually my two specialties. I do other uh, treatments, some enzymes, some glycolics, but the silk peel and acne are my two main uh, specialties. Well, anybody who's troubled by acne really needs to see an esthetician. You know, maybe we can do a show on acne. Maybe you'll come back and we can do an episode all about acne. Would, I would love to. All right, then we'll consider doing that in the future. All right, all right, good. Fonda, maybe you could tell us now about your thoughts on sunscreen. Give us some information on sunscreen. That can be a very confusing to people, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on sunscreens. Oh, I certainly can. I kind of refer to that as my soapbox. <laughs> it really is. I mean... 
if I, if I could do anything in this world, it would be to get people to understand about sunscreen and also to please, please, please apply it 365 days a year. I don't care where they live. I don't care what the weather is, but they need to be applying a good sunscreen every single day. Absolutely. But you know, one of the most confusing things for people is that number, that SPF number. Could you explain that to us or tell us a little bit about what that number means? Um, the, yeah, I think the, the biggest thing is that people do not understand the SPF. What, what is that number? It could be 10, it could be 20, it could be 40, it could be 70. They don't understand what that number means. And quite frankly, that is only relating related to the UVB rays. Those are the burn rays, radiation. That, that's the one that they need to be concerned about, definitely. But that, that's what that number refers to. It has absolutely nothing to do with the UVA rays. People will buy, they will go and look for a sunscreen and on the bottle, it'll say UVA, UVB, broad spectrum protection. And they think, ah, this is it. And the higher the number, the more protection I'm having. Not true. It's not true. You need at least a 15, but anything over and above 20 is not giving you that much more protection. So what do you look for? You look for one that is, quite frankly, women don't want to reapply daily. Women don't want to have something that's greasy. Women don't want to have to stop and reapply every 20 minutes or every two to three hours. Uh, I happen to deal with a sunscreen that can be applied once. And I do that every single morning. And you're good for the day. Uh, if you're going to be out in, let's say, um, playing tennis all, not all day, who, who, who can play tennis all day? <laughs> <laughs> but, but in a, in a situation where their lifestyle is that they're doing a lot of perspiring and this kind of thing, then you may want to reapply. But quite frankly, the average person can put it on in the morning and they're good for all day. Um, one of the things I, I think, too, that, that's kind of a, a misconcept is, is that what they, what they need to be looking for is something that is going to protect them the greatest versus not so much. But don't always look for that higher number. Just make sure you're using at least a 20. Uh, and the most important thing is that you're applying it every single day. Um, People don't understand. I'll have people say to me, well, oh, yes, I use that. I, I make sure I put it on my face. And I said, well, that's all fine and good. But you know you can get a melanoma anywhere, anywhere on the body. So my recommendation to my clients is you want to make sure that you're applying it on all exposed areas. That means you're going to use a lot more in the summertime than you are in the wintertime. And just, and when should you apply it? You should apply it a good 30 minutes before you're going to be out in the sun. 
and, and the person who they say, oh, well, I'm going to use a spray, spray uh, sunscreen, uh, half of that's just filtering out into the air. So they're, they're not getting a, a good enough protection or coverage of, of it at that point. And the other thing is people are out swimming. They come out of the water. Oh, gee, it's been a couple of hours. I better put some more on now. Well, that's not going to do any good. I mean, you, you've got to have it on. You've got to have a good sunscreen that you know is giving you the protection that you need. And wherever you're buying it, the people there should be able to tell you what kind of protection you are getting. And that goes for any, any whether it be a skincare or cosmetic or whatever. People, when you're looking for something new, I don't care whether it's a, a night cream, a moisturizer, a... Uh, a sunscreen, people that you are talking to that are selling you this, they should be educated to a point where they can give you the facts about it. How good is it? How, uh, what kind of protection are you getting from it? Uh, what, what kind of benefits are you actually getting? And so often people are, you know, they're at the handy drugstore or grocery store or the Macy's or the Nordstrom's or whatever. And these people don't always have all of those answers. So I guess another part of, of what I'm all about is education. People need to be educated. And the people that are talking to them about the products, they need to be equally educated so that they can pass the right information on to the client or the potential client. Now, Fonda Joe, you've already given us some great reasons why both men and women should visit their esthetician or visit an esthetician or skincare professional on a regular basis. Do you have anything more to add to that? Well, I, I recommend and to my clients, I, I like to see them every four to six weeks. And, and there's so many reasons why. I, I think probably one of the prime ones is that if that esthetician really knows what she's talking about, and let's face it, most of them do, but if they really do, then they're going to pick up on any little thing that might be different with that person. They may pick up on, on a mole or something that the average person, oh, well, I just have a mole there, but maybe it's something that they should be concerned about. Um, I know that when I, every time I see my client, we kind of go over again. Okay, let's see. How is she looking today? Or, or he, um, is there a new mark here or there? And so I'm always trying to be aware. And I, and I think that that is something that, that they need to, they need to see the esthetician, not only for that, but you can't do everything in your own little bathroom about your skincare. You need to have the expertise of someone who is quite a bit more knowledgeable than the average person to be able to decide or to determine what does this person need? What kind of products do they need? Do they need hydration? Do they need vitamins? Do they need antioxidants? What does this skin need? And the esthetician can do that for you. And they can keep you maybe one you know, skincare, a lot of times, it depends on a, what a person is to use will depend on their lifestyle. What do I mean by lifestyle? I mean, um, is this person, um, uh, does she fly a lot? 
uh, either for her job or, or whatever. And if so, she's in a very dehydrating atmosphere a lot of the time. So this person is going to have a much drier skin. She's going to require a different type of products. Um, so by lifestyle, it, it's more of what is this person's job? What do they do? Are they an outdoor person? Meaning they definitely need that sunscreen, right? Uh, so that that's just a couple of, of the reasons why they would. Um, in most cases, your esthetician will carry products that are not necessarily available in the department stores. Uh, they will, she will have she or he will have products that are stronger um, products that just like I say aren't available in other areas. So this is another reason. What does my skin need? The esthetician can can follow you and follow the person's skincare needs. Now, Fonda, when you say the products are stronger, do you mean the products are stronger that you would get from an esthetician? You, you mean they're stronger than products you'd buy over the counter? Over the counter, it, well, first of all, some of the some of the products that your estheticians will use will be glycolic acids, um, vitamins, vitamin A, vit vitamin, the various vitamins. And it's interesting because these antioxidants and these vitamins, they really do play a part in, in helping that skin. Um, some people, oh, well, I got vitamin this or vitamin that. The esthetician has access to products that will have, for an example, the strength of a glycolic acid. It may not necessarily be the number, like is this a 10% glycolic or is this a 20% glycolic? Can I use this? Is it strong enough? Is it too strong? The esthetician can help you in that area and she can carry and retail to the client the, the strength that they need, the strength that they can actually handle. The percentage is important, but so is the pH of the product. The pH of the product indicates how acidic is this product. The more acidic it is, the more work that it can do on the skin. So these are things that would only be determined by the esthetician or physician, you know, in which case. Um, but what what the client needs is something that is going to be strong enough to do the job, but not too strong to be too aggressive and damage the skin. Because that's another area where too often a client will come in and say, oh, I want something. I got to get these wrinkles off. I need this hyperpigmentation, the brown spots removed and all of this. And they want something that's going to be a quick fix. There's no such thing. The quick fix is not there. They didn't get this way overnight, and they're not going to reverse it overnight. They're not going to eliminate it on overnight. But by working gradually, they can do it. But too often, the client is directing the esthetician, I want it stronger. If it's not hurting or burning, it's not doing any good. Wrong. It is doing good. But it isn't just the esthetician. You need to be working with the esthetician, but then you also need to be using a good 
skincare regimen on a daily basis. And this is really important. Um, it's interesting. I will have clients come to me and say, oh, I need this. And I, how about these wrinkles? And what about this? And so on. And I will give them a recommendation as to you, you need to be using these products every morning. And then you need to be using these products at night. And too often do I have a client come back and say, oh, no, no, I don't do anything at night. I'm way too tired. I worked too hard all day long. I, I, just, I just collapse and go to bed. And I say, but if you want, you, you came to me asking, what should I do to correct this situation? And I'm offering you that this is what you should do. When you say to me, well, no, I don't do anything at night, then I can simply look at you and say, why are you here? Yes, I understand that very well. Too often people are looking for that quick fix, and they don't realize if you want to have beautiful skin, it is going to take a little bit of effort. If you want anything in life, it's going to take some effort. It's all about put how much effort you put into it. It is. I, the same thing with the sunscreen is, Okay, do you wear sunscreen? Well, yeah, I put it on. Well, yeah, I put it on my face. Well, some days, but, you know, I'm not going out that day, so I don't find the need for it. If you get in the habit of doing it every single morning, then it won't become a chore. And it also will be something that, hey, you know that you need to do this. Because believe me, although you think you're going to be in all day, chances are you won't be. And I tell my clients, if your nose goes out the front or the back door, you need sunscreen. A lot of people will say that, I'm kind of getting off track here, but these things are so important. They think, well, I get in the car, I go to work. I finish work, I get back in my car, I go home. What they maybe don't realize is that those real harmful rays, the UVA rays, they're there all the time. And they're there, they penetrate windshields. They even penetrate tinted windshields. So that's why it is so important. If everybody would stop, take a minute, look in the mirror at the left side of their face and at their left arm, and they will see more pigmentation in those areas than on the right side, because that's their driving side. Those rays are penetrating, so it is very, very necessary to do that. And you know, most of us forget to put sunscreen on our hands when we get into a car. And you know, with your hands on the steering wheel, that sun is really blaring in from the windshield there, and most of the age spots are really coming from driving. I always keep a pair of gloves in the car, and I just slip on a pair of gloves every time I get in the car just to protect my hands from the sun. Wonderful idea. Yeah. You know, even though I live here in California, I've been burnt a couple of times at the beach. I never tan. I just burn. Early on, I learned that I just don't tan, so I don't really spend a lot of time in the sun. So most of the sun damage that I do have, it mostly came from just driving around in the car. Exactly. Oh, gosh, yes. From the car. In the car. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And people don't realize that. They really don't. Another thing they don't realize, these 
people who are working in offices with with all of the uh, the lighting, that lighting is also damaging. And they don't realize that, but they're in that all day. So the woman who says, I just go to the office, hmm, check on your lighting, because that can be just as harmful. Another thing they don't realize is that when, when they, they will say to me, well, I have it in my moisturizer. I, I have sunscreen in my moisturizer. It's in my makeup. It's in my makeup too, but I still put my sunscreen on underneath. And the reason for that is that the protection that you are getting there is mainly focusing, focusing on the UVB rays. What you want to be concerned about are the UVA rays. They penetrate deeper and they're the ones causing most of the damage. There's so much to know about sunscreens. I could probably do a whole episode on that, but I want to move ahead and dig into something else here. Um, let me ask you, what are your main concerns regarding treatments for clients? I would say the main concern is that the esthetician does not does not use in the treatments to a treatment that is too aggressive. Going back to the client who comes in and says, you know, get rid of this today. I got these wrinkles. I've got these brown spots. I've, I've got to get rid of them. And and frequently, the esthetician will start with a bunch of products perhaps too strong of a glycolic, too strong of an enzyme, whatever, appeal too strong. Uh, and maybe it's because I am a much more conservative esthetician. I feel what I want to do is I want to be able to take care of this person's needs in the least aggressive way that I can. Now, if we go this route and it's not enough, then the next visit, we can bump it up a little stronger. But I also want that client, I know what she should be using between our appointments, and I want her using those products. Um, it's my feeling as an esthetician that she should be, the esthetician should be sending that client out with the type of products that she needs for her particular skincare needs. Rather than saying, okay, we've done this, now let's book your next appointment, I don't want her leaving my treatment room and stopping at the nearest drugstore, grocery store, department store to pick up whatever. I know what she needs, and I, that's what I want to send her out with. Because if I don't, that's what she's going to do. She's going to stop and pick up a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and I don't want that. Treatment alone and products alone are not going to do what she needs or he needs. But combining the two, seeing my client every four to six weeks and making sure that she has the products needed for her skin condition, then I feel more comfortable. I, I am more comfortable and she will see better results. Too often, an esthetician will, okay, she wants stronger. We'll give her stronger. And then she ends up with a red face. She ends up with peeling. She ends up with stinging and so on. Um, that shouldn't happen. That just should not happen. So, Fonda, now you wrote a book designed especially for newly licensed esthetician. Your book entitled 
Your book's entitled, I Have My Aesthetics License, Now What? Can you tell us a little bit about your book? I did. It's it's a book for new estheticians primarily, but I've I've noticed that a, a, actually a cosmetologist could could really um, benefit from this book. Uh, and what it is actually is it's extended education for practical application. Um, I found that when I went through aesthetic school, what I learned was what was going to help me pass the state boards. I really didn't learn a lot of other things to help me to get started. Um, I, I felt that th- these were the kind of things that really needed to be addressed. And so the more I thought about it, I said, you know what, <laughs> maybe we ought, to, we ought to put this down in, in, in ink. Um, the book has five different sections to it. Um, the first one, how they get started, that, that includes like licensing, insurance, location, appearance, products, that sort of thing. The second section is on, on building a clientele. How, how do you maintain that clientele? How do you keep records? Um, the myths about sunscreens and, and tanning. Um, and, and then there's another section on finances. How do you set up your business accounts? How do you order supplies? Um, Do you accept credit cards or don't you? These are all little things that when you first start out, it's like, oh my gosh, how do I do this? Or or how do I go about that? And then the last section is on further education. And continual education, I think, is so important. Um, Reading, whether it be um, trade magazines, whether it be... Uh, classes, but it's so important to constantly be keeping updated on what's going on because this is an industry that's constantly changing, finding new things, whether it be products or treatments or whatever, but it all is so, so helpful. And then I give a little quiz at the end of each each of these chapters so that hopefully um, it will help them to really digest this. I had a, a former um, instructor of mine say that after she said this book because I sure wanted her to see it she said this book literally saves 10 years of trials tribulations good things bad things but it really answers so many of these questions so I I think it I think it will be a valuable book now where can the listeners find your book they can purchase it um, they can go to my website, which is www.finishesbyfondajoe.biz, B-I-Z. Uh, or they can email me, and that would be skincare at fondajoe.com. And guys, that information is also located in the show notes. You'll be able to find all of Fonda Joe's information on our blog, AskTheBeautyAdvisor.com. That would be perfect. Yeah, they, they, could, they can purchase it right through my website. And it's only twenty nine ninety five. This really is a great book for anybody new in the beauty industry. I could highly recommend this book. There's a lot of information here for any new estheticians. Again, Fonda Joe's book is called 
I have my aesthetic license. Now what? Vonda Joe, I'd like to um, wish you the best with that book. I'm sure it's going to be a big hit. It's a very well put together book. Well, thank you very much. Yes, and I really do think it's a great book and would make a great book for any newly self-employed person. I, I think it could be very helpful. You're right, mm-hmm. for, for most anybody starting right. out in, in right. their own business. Exactly. And that's what I've done, like I say, for the last 40-some years. And uh, it's kind of been going back through all of that. You know, what, what did I learn? <laughs> and I've tried, to, I've tried to combine it all in, in one, one area. Well, you did a good job. It's been awesome talking to you today, and I hope I can get you to come back on the show again. You've been an awesome guest. So thank you very much for today's interview, and please come back again. Absolutely, and thank you for having me. No, no problem. You have a good day. Uh, Thank you. Bye-bye.